Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, the Kayak Fishing Show, live, brought to you by Seaguar, as long as well as all over the great sponsors, Jackson Kayak, Werner Paddles, Standard Horizon, you can see them scrolling across the bottom, and of course, Ballast Point Brewing Company. Uh, without these people, we wouldn't be able to do our show for the last uh, 11 years, 11 years. Uh, today we're getting a pretty cool one, uh, doing a little flashback um, to one of the early years with Jackson Kayak. This would be our season six on the air. Uh, this is episode two, actually, because for some reason, episode one, I couldn't get a hold of. Um, but anyway, this was our very, very first trip to Sweden. Um, and we loved it so much. We've been back several times. So, I mean, absolutely awesome place. And I'm super stoked that I've got a great guest on here with us to enjoy this episode was the guy who actually brought us over to Sweden, um, driving force in, in kayak fishing over in uh, Sweden, our good friend Gunnar. Gunnar, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be with you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I know it's a little bit late for you. It's uh, 11 p.m. there, um, so it's only two o'clock for me. It's a bit dark, but we it's not fishing time, but we'll, we'll, we'll soon be fishing again. So, yeah, awesome. Is it, is it still uh, is it still cold up there? I mean, it's getting kind of springish. Yeah, it's like April, and April weather is up and down, up and down. So, today and tomorrow it will be like summer, but within two days it might be freezing again. So, you never know. But this is Sweden. And we are Vikings. We can handle it. No problem. <laughs> but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, didn't we come there in like May? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, you came at the perfect right time. But you were unlucky. It was blooming. We had flowers. It was good weather. Too good weather. Uh, you came and you brought winds from the north. <laughs> That's not a good fishing wind, you know that. We had perfect weather before you came, but with the winds from west, and then, yeah, it changed. <laughs> the story of the kayak fishing show, uh, we bring bad weather everywhere. Uh, we've already got some comments here, so we'll just check in with a couple of the people here. Uh, of course, Jean Wilson, uh, watching from North Florida. She says, take me to Sweden. Thanks for joining us, Jean, as always. And we got frog lid <laughs> watching on our um, YouTube channel, Kayak Fishing Tales. Hi, all good vibes. Uh, Jason, good afternoon. How you doing, man? Uh, <laughs> Dave Mazengill says he wore his pike fishing shirt for this one. Hopefully you get you go after some pike in this episode. Yeah, that's the primary target over there is uh, pike. It, and it's a it's a different type of fishery for sure. Uh, Dave Fowler, how you doing in Canada? Uh, Gene says, hi, Jim and Gunnar. And Liam Young also watching on Kayak Fishing Tales. How you doing? 
We have Amy watching from, I don't even know how to say that, Alaska. Um, Alaska needs to thaw. Okay. <laughs> yes, Dave Massengill, always the wind. And Serge, thanks for joining us from Ottawa. So, yeah, your, your fishery there is a little bit different. Um, you know, most people, like when I go to Canada, you fish of, you think of fishing the pike in, in the lakes and in the rivers and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, what's different about the, the pike fishing in Sweden? Well, the thing is, we are fishing in salty water. It's, it's not salty, it's brackish, but at the same time, we're fishing the pike in the Baltic Sea. So it, it's a little bit weird for many people because like you, you see bladderwrack, if you're fishing in the autumn, you see jellyfish and so on. So you are fishing and it's, it's in the wrong circumstances for most people. So, and uh, that's the main thing. And the other thing is our, our pikes, they are hunters. They, are, they have to struggle to get the bait. So they are strong when you get them. They're really, really strong and golden. They have that special color and that's gold. Yeah. And, and they get some pretty, pretty big ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we have some Germans fishing here before the coronavirus. Uh, they were uh, were fishing for one week, and they caught caught pike up to about thirteen kilos, one one uh, one hundred and eleven centimeters. Really strong fish. So there are big ones, and there are many fish. Yeah, that was the that was the strangest thing for me uh, going there the first time was saying, okay, we're going to be fishing in the Baltic Sea saltwater brackish and we were going to be fishing for pike i mean that just was it's weird so, it's so weird um yeah. i i don't recall on this trip i think because we did have a lot of wind was a little bit tough um but the other trips i've been there have caught some really big ones um one of the other cool things about this episode of course we have to touch on it is we went there also fishing with our good friend jan liska who unfortunately yeah. i think think about a year after this uh perished in an avalanche yeah but, yeah. but um i used him as the photo uh he was dressed in the viking helmet for this one little <laughs> thing we had done um uh, he was bigger than life and he was a big guy uh, i mean just an awesome guy so anybody who has heard of the liska kayak i mean that thing was named after him deservedly so because he was such a driving force to um kayak fishing Europe, right? I mean, he was head of Jack Team Jackson Europe. Yeah. He was the man that really started kayak fishing in, in Europe. And uh, he was multi-language. He spoke so many languages fluently. And he, but the person that he was, he was always open. Uh, and at the same time, he was like more than a Viking. He was a strong guy, but so, so good towards everyone yeah he, he he was a wonderful wonderful guy you know that's why when he did pass you know we made yeah. a point of coming back just to, to go to his memorial because and then you've got the tournament you put on which is now named after him um, yeah. i mean yeah just a great guy and, and you guys will see that in this episode i think with no further ado let's let's bring up the episode and start rolling and we'll yeah, comment if you guys have questions on it you know share your questions and uh I hope you enjoy this episode.
This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, I am kayak fishing in Karlstrona, Sweden. Hooked up with a bunch of great guys from Jackson Kayak, and we are having a great time. Stick around. It's going to be an awesome show. What you doing there, Gunnar? <laughs> 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 hey, For those wondering, uh, this is Brock Zeman who does our theme song. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Okay, I'm going to pause it right there because we have a comment from Egowitz. And, and, and you know what it is. Egowitz hey, from Spain. <laughs> Our good friend. Hey, Gunnar. Hey, Jim. Nice to see you together again. Wow. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of an inside joke. These guys drove me nuts with this on our last trip over there. Wow, wow, wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I, I've said it over and over again. I mean, the coolest thing about my job is all the friends I've made around the world. I mean, you guys in Sweden, Egowitz is in Spain. You know, um, Eric Lorenz, who's in this episode, is in from Germany. So anyway, let's get this thing rolling. Egar. Always the best in fluorocarbon, braid, and monofilament fishing line. Raymarine. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater with Raymarine. Kokatat. Manufacturing paddling gear in Arcata, California for more than 40 years. Ram mounts. Innovative mounting systems proudly made in the USA. And Hook One. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week on Jackson Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show. We join Jim Sammons in Karlskrona, Sweden. Joining Jim is the gang from Jackson Kayak Fishing Team Europe. Today, the guys are loading up the cars to find a trout farm that is rumored to hold a few big pike. So we uh, changed locations where we are, where we were in Karlskrona. We had some very heavy winds. So uh, Anton lives right near this lake. He said it was a little more protected. It's still breezy, but uh, it's definitely more protected. So. Uh, we figured we'd come and uh, try this out. It's a little bit different fishery, so uh, deeper water, but it's still going for the big pike. So uh, it's going to be fun. Really look, looking forward to trying some different water. Yeah, we've, we moved to a lake in Anton's backyard, and we'll be fishing at a lake where they uh, where they got trout for you know commercial sales and you know for food. They got those trout in like huge nets. And we'll be fishing roughly in the area of like one mile radius around the nets. And supposedly the pike here, they feed on uh, bream and roach that feed on the pellets that they, the, the, the guys here feed to the rainbow trout. So the pikes get much fatter at the same like length than elsewhere. So, and it's a change of pace because in Karlskrona we were fishing really shallow. 
really shallow with weeds. And here we'll be fishing from 10 feet and deeper with heavier salt bait. So I guess it's going to be change of pace, probably a bigger fish on the big camera. It's more or less uh, a huge lake where they grow trout. And uh, the, the great thing about it is that the trout gets feeded pellets and uh, the pellets are rich in protein. And when the trout litters, all the bait fish come in and eat the litter, which makes the bait fish fat and full of protein, which makes the pike fat and full of protein. And uh, hopefully if the pike is in a good mood and ironically enough, sunny weather is a good weather for this lake, we're gonna catch some really big fish. Or not. <laughs> of course, I found the small pike. got a good one I lost a much bigger one than this and my friend Jakub caught around a, a 50 centimeter one and something just ripped it off his hook yeah <laughs> I think that was will yelling <laughs> Giant by any means, but it's my biggest on the trip. Hook is just barely hanging on here. Stay tuned. When we return, Jim is offered the chance to fish a small lake full of hungry rainbow trout. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. So, I said, I, I don't go back and watch the show. I, very, I really watch the episodes. Um, and like I said, first... Episode one of the season, I believe, was us fishing actually in Karlskrona. Yeah, um, it was. 
So, like I said, I'll try and dig that one up. It's um, for whatever reason it was listed as private, and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't load it. So, uh, but this one, I like I said, is we went to that lake, and then we just started trying different stuff, anything we could do <laughs> to get out of the wind, because yeah. it was so bloody windy and it was so cold. I remember it being really, really cold. Uh, you were. Uh you were un unlucky because in May in Sweden, normally we have nice weather. But yeah. And of course I'm from San Diego where it just doesn't, you, you know, doesn't get that cold. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Richard Martin had a comment joining late. If I haven't mentioned yet, Mako Bob, he was a uh, California, Southern California kayak angler, been around a really long time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Unfortunately he passed away yesterday. So uh, if anybody in the Southern California area were familiar with uh, Mako Bob, um, he did pass away yesterday. So we send condolences to all his friends and family. Um, Lawrence says, watch your finger, buddy. Yeah, that's the thing about pike. It's like you, you tend to have lures with multiple trebles and then they've got so many teeth. Um, but you're, you're actually more known for... Um, fishing for pike on the fly. Oh yeah, that's what I do almost 100%. Uh, because for me, the it's less is more. And uh, I'm fishing a lot when it's in winter time. And then you have to fish really slow. And the fly is just excelling uh, during the winter. When it got like now in April, May, it changes and the ordinary lures get better and better. But it has, it's more fun for me to, to, to fish on the fly. It's more of a challenge. And I'm almost, almost 60. So for me, the way to the catch is getting more and more interesting. I'm not, I never measure a fish. I never weigh a fish anymore. That's not interesting. It's a good, if it's a good fish, it's a good fish. And I agree. And I, yeah, I want to take it on the fly. That's my thing. And the kayak on the fly, that's my thing. Is it... Uh... Because I don't remember. Um, it's been such a long time. I, I seem to recall the water being quite clear. So you were sight casting to them, right? Normally, yeah. I, I, almost 100% I'm standing up. So standability from a kayak is really important for me. So that's what I do normally. In wintertime, I never go fishing randomly. I'm paddling, standing up, and I'm searching for the fish. Uh, sometimes I see the actual fish, and sometimes, most of the times, I see the cloud for the fish going away because we're fishing on really shallow water and it's it's uh, in uh, the 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 bottom is muddy so when they go away you see like a cloud so that's what you look for you are looking for and uh, in winter time they 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 stay in groups so if you see one you know that there are many so when you see one you start fishing on that one and then you are you are on to many fish i gotcha so, and if anybody hasn't uh, or is not friends with Gunnar, uh, your business is Pike Strike, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I what I do. Yeah, that's my and company. If, if you look at his a lot of his personal photos and videos, he's usually fishing with his dog Benji, <laughs> his golden retriever. Yeah, yeah, he, he <laughs> he's he he loves fishing, so I I can't fool him if. If I try to, to go away with him, because it's not always easy to have like a 35, 40 kilo 
dog in your kayak. So sometimes I want to be alone. But if I'm thinking about fishing, he knows that and he stands <laughs> there with the guys. I want to come. I want to come. I want to come. So it's always with me. <laughs> That's the dogs. Okay, well, let's get this thing rolling to see our next segment. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Raymarine. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater with Raymarine. Welcome back. This week, Jim is joined by Jackson Kayak Team Europe members Eric Lorenz and Anton Svankoff for a short expedition to a local trout pond. Well, we're pounding away, uh, trying to catch it. It really was a little pond. <laughs> uh, beating it into the wind. Um, got I wasn't there. Had some fun. Uh, and then one of the guys told us about a cool little trout pond that maybe we could jump in and see if we could catch a trout while we were here too. So just having a little bit of fun for the last part of our day today. We're gonna fish for some huge, huge rainbow trout. Just uh, looking what we have in our boxes for fishing on trout. Because we had uh, fished the whole day for pike. And now we have to look if there is something that we can use for trouts. So here you go. This is a stocked little stretch of river. Um, he actually has a uh, been a long time breeding program. Uh, three generations of uh, developing a really good, strong strain of rainbow trout. And a uh, little private stretch of river and they stock it and just loaded with these big beautiful trout I mean, you can see they, they're not small little planter trout they're good quality fish uh yeah they've been growing trout here for god knows how many years and uh he's the third guy in his generation third generation i think third generation, third generation. and uh, the top fish in here are almost 40 pounds huge trout but he breeds them uh, like he takes the best genetics from every year and puts them in a separate tank and then only lets those fish breed. So he gets the biggest trout in Sweden so far. Got a lot of hits. I mean, it's just this cool little spot. I'm having to paddle underneath these little tiny bridges, you know, a little small stretch of water, but, uh, there's some big fish in here. I had initially, when I first came up in here earlier, I hooked into a really nice sized fish and it came unbuttoned. Unfortunately, we had been pike fishing, so I had my pike gear with me. I didn't really have any real light trout stuff. So I pulled the hook on a couple of fish. Um, then moved around, worked some other spots. Uh, Eric got a, a fish. Um, and then Anton, who just happened to be fishing off the uh, one of the bridges, uh, catches the, a really nice-sized trout. I mean, just a beautiful fish. And um, that kind of kept me going. <laughs> oh, it's about to shake loose. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. I got you. That thing ate a pretty good-sized soft plastic. Oh. Take it easy there, buddy. I'm going to get you back. Very beautiful fish. Unfortunately, this one is a little bit hurt, as you can see in the tail. 
it's probably been through the rough waters on his way out. Whoa! Come here. You're just fine, buddy. Whoa! And there he goes. Thank you for making my stuff wet. At least I have my floating device underneath. <laughs> Made a few more casts, kind of let this area rest a little bit where I had had my, my only hookups, worked some other areas in this stream, and then slid back up by this, uh, this damn little waterfall uh, rapid, if you will, um, and made a cast, got a hit, it missed it. It was actually kind of funny because I was retrieving fairly fast because my lure was already fouled and it was just skidding on the surface. Uh, it hit it, missed it, made a cast again and, and immediately got hit, hooked up that time. And just a, a real fun fish. Now I've never caught a rainbow trout that big. And um, I was actually quite surprised how sporty that fish was. I mean, it, it pulled me all around in here. I was being very careful with it, having already pulled the hook on a couple of fish. But uh, I mean, it gave me a fun little ride. It was a, a great little fight. That was, that was a, a really nice end to a long day. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. a bad fish. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, that was fun. Well, the sun's starting to go down. That wraps up today. We've had a long, fun day, a lot of paddling. Got some nice pike and then wrapped it up with these beautiful rainbow trout. This week while we're in Sweden, uh, we're mainly fishing for uh, pike and we we're hoping. Let's pause that for a second. Um, had a couple of uh, comments here. Um uh, da, 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 da. Mark Ryan says the Cuda 14, one of the best ever made. Yeah, it was a good boat. Um, I think uh, a lot of boats have come along um, from Jackson that fixed some issues with the Cuda 14. And I think there's some better boats out there, but it was still, I mean, I spent a lot of time. I caught a lot of fish on a Cuda 14. So definitely, uh, you know, Jackson's been, been making some great boats ever since. Um, what, what boat are you fishing out of primarily Gunnar? Well, uh, as I'm fly fishing mostly, I love to fish from the Mayfly, uh, yeah, because of the standability and all these features that are specially custom made for for fly fishing. So that's a good one. But uh, I say, at the same time, I think the Liska it's almost the same type of kayak as the as uh, the Mayfly. So that's also a good kayak. So those two kayaks are the ones that I normally use. But when I have Benji with me, I also want to, I like to use the, the Kildo Delta Tango. It's oh, super, right. super stable and perfect for two, perfect for one person. I love it. Yeah, I really like that Liska as well. Um, to me, it was always just seemed like a very responsive, you know, kind of lively kayak for, for what it was. I, I really, really liked it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Mathis, uh, heard what is the maximum test line you guys use? Uh, you know, for, for Pike, the main thing is, um, and you don't need heavy main line. It's more a matter of having a, a leader, whether it's a light tieable wire or what I prefer is to, to use a heavier fluorocarbon leader. I'm usually throwing a, a low profile bait caster, 
So uh, just because of line size, um, usually fishing like 50 pound um, braid. So that's kind of my fishing for pike. That's kind of what I go with. What, what do you use for um, tippet for, for pike um, on the fly? Sorry, can you repeat, please? Yeah, I said, what what do you use for, for leader for, for pike when you're throwing the fly? Uh, well, uh, no, uh, when it comes to, to, to the wire, I use a, a Parflex. It's a French type of notable, um, strong, what do you call it? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a wire that I use. Right. It's kind of a, a braided wire. Braided wire, yeah, that's, that's what I use. And uh, uh, then ordinary fluorocarbon uh, leader, that's what I use. A tapered yeah. one. Yeah, a tapered fluorocarbon. And then what, the, what weight like, rod? Sorry? What weight are you flying, throwing for when you're normally going out for pike? Weight nine. That's my, that's normal weight that I use for, for line. And then here I almost use as a, um, a floating line uh, because we are fishing on about uh, 50 to one meter of depth. So, so we, it's all about seeing the fish and we have floating lines. That's what we use normally. Gotcha. Uh, Jean Wilson says she would love to see Benji. I don't, I don't think Benji made an appearance in the actual show. Uh, Might've been in the, in the first episode. I don't recall. Um, I don't know. But he but was he, around. <laughs> yes, always around. Yeah. And uh, he's here somewhere uh, sleeping. Yeah. He's sleeping now. <laughs> Yeah, but if if you're interested, there are some many small videos on my YouTube channel, Pike Strikes Sweden. That's one word. Then you will find it. You will see Benji on almost every every clip. Yeah. Um. Dave Massengill says, "Was the pond saltwater?" Also, no, it was not. That was all. That was all freshwater. Uh, can you see the comments, Gunnar? When I when I put them up. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, uh, any idea what that says? <laughs> Spanish, or maybe, maybe pescadores, maybe it's from Portugal. I don't know. <laughs> so, another, so, in other words, you don't know what it says. <laughs> yeah, I can, Spanish, I understand, but this, this one is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Our good friends, James Macbeth, says hi, Gunnar. Hi, James. James, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, the crazy guy. <laughs> uh, Dave says, uh, Jim, you taught me heavy floral leader for Pike at the Fred Hall show and it has really increased my catch rate and it lasts longer for me than wire because it doesn't kink. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I generally prefer, um, I generally prefer using fluoro. Uh, James says, I know. <laughs> um James says he says that bearded men are attractive. Are we going to get into the whole, we're get into the whole Sean Connery thing? <laughs> uh, it's hard with all the women. Gene uh, says she likes watching your videos, your Pike Strike videos with your pup. <laughs> okay, well let's get this video rolling again for some big ones. So the setup I wanted to have for that is a uh, extra heavy action. Um, APR rod. This is basically one of their swim bait rods for, for throwing heavier lures because we were throwing lures of 
varying sizes, but I needed that backbone and good castability that I got from the APR rod. My reel is a, a, just a low profile reel that's really comfortable, picks up a lot of line for, for moving those uh, lures through the water. Um, on the reel, I have it loaded with 30 pound Seaguar Kansan braid. So that uh, one I had 30 pound I on. I like the sensitivity. So I like 30 to 50. power with that and great castability. You don't need long leaders, but you do need a leader. So you either need to go, need to go with wire or what I do is usually just go with Seaguar 100 pound fluorocarbon. So it gives me a nice tooth protection, uh, a barrel swivel up above it. And then because I'm changing lures a lot, I have a tactical anglers clip. So I can take, take lures on and off very quickly, very easily. Very nice, particularly when the water is really cold and your hands aren't working well, much easier to operate than a snap swivel. That's what I was using on this trip to Sweden. Check it out. When we come back, Jim puts down the conventional gear and takes a crash course in the art of fly fishing with the guys from Sameo, Sweden. The man can double hole. Ah, it's just great. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Hook One. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. I think I've gotten a lot better at fly fishing since then. Yeah, but you, you, you did... You, you, you learned double hauling within 30 minutes. It must be world record. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and like I said, when I was in the Bahamas recently, you had to because it was so windy. Always the best in fluorocarbon, braid, and monofilament fishing line. Today, Jim is touring the town of Karlskrona, Sweden. Until recently, the town was cut off from tourism to protect the naval base that dominated the town center. Now it's open to the public and has become a place for tourists seeking rich history and anglers looking for incredible fishing in the protected bays and islands. This place was awesome. This museum right here was so cool. Kakuna was founded in the and this is a naval town, 100 history. Kakuna was founded in the beginning. They needed an ice-free harbor for the Swedish Navy. So this part of, of the base is the naval shipyard. This were where they built the ships, made the ropes, and all the equipment for the ships. They, of course, also made uh, all the sails for the big ships. And um, here uh, you have the archipelago. That it was actually the biggest reason why they chose this place to build the new town. If you look around here, you have all these surrounding islands. Uh, they are like a natural defense. Sweden is home to some of the best fly fishing for pike in Europe. So it only makes sense that they house one of the best fly fishing companies in the world, Sameo. <laughs> Today, they're giving us a crash course on how to cast in windy waters for the local sport fish. Joining Jim is Pike Strike Sweden owner Gunnar Alström, who's also on hand to help Jim figure out how to take the technique and apply it to kayak fishing. So. Gunnar uh, told us he really wants us to go pike fishing with the fly. Again, working on these, uh, these pike flies, which are a bigger setup than I've ever thrown as far as what I've did with the, uh, the trout stuff. So, Ken, teach us. As you noticed <laughs> here locally, it's windy. Yes, oh, it is. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I thought so. No. But the thing is, you can't beat the wind. Uh, don't even try. So what we do, we usually go with our kayaks, so we, we wade 
So we had the wind in our back and we do side casting. We do little side casts and we just punch out the fly and we start to do it. So these beautiful casting overhand, forget about it because you will waste so much time doing uh, back cast. Actually, because you use these big, big flies, you know the double haul. The du this, is, this is double haul. You, you use your arm to really, really speed up the line, see? And this is, this is actually quite easy to learn. The way they teach most people is you have to have it in the air. But right now we're just going to do this very, very nice exercise, very easy. You're going to take maybe 30 feet of line, see? You hold it, drag, put it down, put it down. You don't need to go too fast. You go two, three, wait, two, three. Usually it's on the stop they take now because they're sluggish. Got to thank Ken so much for this uh, instruction. I, I, I learned a ton here today. That's uh, other than just from friends, it's the first actual fly casting lesson I've taken. So uh, I, I really appreciate that. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully we can put that to use. That's a cool little shop they have. In Sweden, uh, the kayak I was yeah. using, the Jackson Kayak, kudos. The best kayak this company. It's the kayak I'm most comfortable with. Coffee. It was great for paddling, the, the long distances we were paddling, uh, and when we were trolling, and the stability to stand up. It's a great kayak that I'm very comfortable in. Uh, the kayak that um, we, all, we had a whole bunch of Jackson kayaks on the water, honestly. Two of the guys were using the Jackson Kayak Big Tuna. It's a tandem, but it's very standable. And they, these guys are bigger guys, particularly Jan, uh, very tall. So it's a great stand-up platform for him uh, for sight casting to these big pike. That's what we're paddling here in Sweden. When we come back, Jim wraps up an incredible adventure as we say goodbye to Karlskrona, Sweden. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by InReach Explorer, the only truly global satellite communicator with built-in navigation, including waypoints and routing. Uh, it's a commercial break. <laughs> I'm not seeing any other uh, comments at the moment. Jackson Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Ram Mounts, innovative mounting systems proudly made in the USA. It's not anymore. Incredible adventure in Sweden coming to a close. Jim is joined by expert guide Gunnar Alström in the archipelagos off Karlskrona. Today they're taking their turn at trying to catch pike on the fly. Today after I'm pretty sure I didn't catch one. Session with Sameo. We well, it's nice uh, fly lot, fishing for fly uh, that you shot in Sweden. Um, I know on our last trip where we came up, we did the long trip, and yeah. I can't wait till we get to watch that one. Um, but uh, on that one, I think I got my first pike on the fly. Yeah. But now, you said, now you go ahead. No, no, no. you. No, I was just saying, I mean, that's, I mean, we've been to Sweden, I think three times off the top of my head. And uh, I mean, it just, it's such a beautiful country and being able to tour around. Now, actually in this shot of me right here uh, is where you had put us up. They were really cool little cabins. Are you still operating in that area? 
Uh, no, I have changed all my business to other. It's a completely different location with much, much better and high quality cabins. So uh, this is this was many years ago. I have risen my, the quality up, up, up. So now it's much, much better. Yeah, again, you know, for anybody who's running, like I said, this was actually shot, nice. this was shot in 20, uh, 2014. So yeah, was this, long was, ago. this was a little while ago. So let's get this last segment rolling. It's contemplating the sea. I was told that if I'm going fly fisherman, I have to look like a gentleman. So I'm wearing my long sleeve <laughs> collared shirt. I may even button it up to the neck. I'm wearing the proper gentleman's hat. I'm not going to wear my normal fishing hat. I'm going to wear this one because that's what I was told I have to do. <laughs> well, now I changed to uh, a flyer that my friend Tony has uh, made for me. And uh, actually, he calls this one Jim for this occasion. So he, he gave it to me. And this is the typical spring colors with gold and green and with a red striking point. It's the feeling and the feeling is everything. The, the things that I saw, said before was about feeling of the nature and how to be in the nature. And when you have the fly rod, when you catch the fish, you have the line between your fingers. This is actually my, my reel. So, and I have this soft, long rod and the casting is also like a dance when you you get a good cast that's also an interesting thing so the combination uh, of uh, those small subtle things makes the whole picture for me There I am in the background, just trying not to catch my the back of my own head. Yeah. But it's surprisingly effective. Many, many, many anglers, they don't understand that, but, but fly fishing for pike is so, so effective. Many days we, we, we catch much more than ordinary spin fishing guys. Well, you you get you know you schooled us right there. I mean, like I said, I I don't I didn't get one. I was just one trying to figure out how to cast. Products that Jackson yeah. Bank has put on all of their fishing kayaks is the new Ram Tough Tube. Now I've been using the the Ram rod holders for a while and the Ram balls, but they weren't always sufficient enough for the the heavier saltwater gear and some of the. Uh, I think that's fish. the the new Tough Tube with the adjustable um, base that's more grip for holding my phone. One of my favorite items, um, probably giving uh, Ram a huge plug here. They're not a sponsor anymore. Tough claw with a GoPro <laughs> mount. It was so nice to have that pole back behind me to the camera instead of it just being so secure and locked and over my shoulder. Let's see if there's any more about Ram this. I was using this week. You can see them online or pick them up at Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear. So we've been targeting uh, pike. I've caught quite a few smaller ones. Unfortunately, I didn't get a big one, but the other guys did. I caught my 
biggest rainbow, rainbow trout ever. Uh, I did some fly fishing in the kayak, which I, I haven't done in a really long time. I trolled offshore for salmon. It's, it's been a great trip here in Sweden. So, yeah, I need to uh, track down episode one. Because episode one had some very fun stuff, like you said, uh, kind of in. Right, my uh... we caught, caught some salmon and we caught some pie. We caught some salmon. We were out there with our buddy Ulf, um, yep. and had some great laughs. I don't. I mean, the ride back from uh, the salmon fishing was uh, pee yourself laughing so hard. Uh, I mean, we, we had some amazing laughs, had some great times. Like I said, we love Sweden. We've been back uh, three times because it is such a great place. Um, our, our last trip, which it was involved camping and, you know, just going from spot to spot it was so, so awesome. So Gunnar, I know it's very late for you pushing on midnight, so I'm going to let you go, but I, I sure do appreciate you coming on and watching the episode with us. If somebody wants to, to go fishing with you in Sweden, um, how, what's the best way for somebody to find you? Well, uh, call me on, um, the, the, I have my website, of course, that's the, the, the main thing. If, you, if they just uh, check for Pike Strike, then they will find me. Is it Pike so Strike? Is it Pike Strike Sweden or just Pike Strike? Sweden is the company name. So, um, and the fishery is really, really, really good here. So it's just it's, if you want to go for Pike on the fly, yeah, it's amazing. It's just this. You were unlucky, I have to say, because with this northern wind, with this cold, cold uh, days that we had, it is hard. But when we have like from wind from southwest, we can catch like about 15, 20, 25, 30 pikes during per person and, and every day up to like 90, 100, 100 centimeters. That's that's not uncommon. We actually, Ulf is on. How you doing, Ulf? He says trolling rules. He's been getting out chasing salmon lately. I've seen some of his posts. Um, actually, on our last trip, I spent a, a couple days fishing with Ulf and we were fishing around the archipelago uh, and we just crushed the pike. Um, just had a fantastic day of fishing in the, uh, in the brackish water. So I said, it, it really is a, a, an incredible fishery and a beautiful country. And I mean, I, I can't wait to go back again. And like I said, and we've made so many good friends all over there and, you know, the whole Jackson European team were fantastic. I mean, what a great bunch of guys to hang out and fish with. So anyway, Gunnar, I'm going to let you go again. Um, again, Pike Strike Sweden, if anybody wants to track you down and go fishing with you. Thank you, man, for hosting us on the trips. I really appreciate it. And uh, go get some rest. Thank you, Jim. You're the best. See you. <laughs> take, take care, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us and watching that episode. Again, that was from uh, we shot that in 2014. Uh, season six, episode two, I will try to get a hold of episode one, which has the other part of Sweden. Uh, but again, I, I appreciate you hanging out and watching with us and asking questions and all that. You know, I love reliving it because I haven't, I have not gone back and watched these things. So uh, anyway, I hope you all have a good day. If you are getting out on the water, please remember to always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. You take care.
Oh, 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 oh,